Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 6th of September, just gone 10 o'clock here on the top floor of RF Towers after a jam-packed weekend of action in the Junior, Intermediate and Senior Championship in Mayo this weekend. Joined with Enda Mack and John Stagg. Uh, lads, how are you? Enda, how are you? Great. Yeah, John, how are you? Very good. Yeah, yeah. Congrats on your on your win the weekend over my David. To be happy enough, I was sent pictures from James Regan of Enda rocking a an Iron Maiden T-shirt on the sideline. It's not something you'd you'd normally put Iron Maiden and club football together. I should have had a honeymoon top on, you know. I heard he had an RF jacket on over it though, so it covers most clubs. Well, the truth of the matter is, Ref, uh, there was a Hollymount top ordered for me, but I was too fat to wear it. Oh. They, they, they got it enlarged, unfortunately. Uh, a bit of work needed to be done in the off-season. Well, you can go back to the walk again anyway. You were mad on that during yeah. the lockdown. Mm. <clears throat> um, talking points from the weekend, lads. The winning ankle. The winning ankle. Is that a talking point? Was that not expected? No, it is. Did John not tip us there for that for that game? I think we we both tipped us. Who did you go for, Ref? I went for Eckel. Oh. <clears throat> Playing it safe. Good win. Good win. No, actually, I went for the draw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise, man. <laughs> uh, I got awful. I got plenty of stick for uh, back of the seven draws, especially the Neil one. The, the Neil scored the opening point. I, I was told this yesterday, it wasn't true. Neil scored the opening point and Westport replied with 220. Unanswered. <laughs> it was um, to some turkey shoot. Yeah, well, that is Group 1 ref, and it's the first match that was played in Group 1. The Neil, three points. Westport St. Patrick's, 323. Crazy. Explain that one, John. Well, I say the less said about this, the better I say for the Neil and us, because there's not there's nothing positive we can say for them about it. And maybe they're missing a couple of players. I see Stephen Conroy come on. He, he seems to come back from injury. And, um, you know, we, we alluded to it last week. Obviously, they're missing Tommy. Uh, but, ah, look, I don't know. A few people have said since, um, I think they were from down Mayo Gale's side, I think they were saying that uh, they were, you know, they were, they were resting a couple of lads. So, um, but oh, and maybe they were, maybe they were with guys having niggles or whatever, and that their eye was uh firmly on next weekend. And, um, you know, as regards that game now for them, that's the thing for the Neil is it's, it's, I suppose they only know themselves how they approach the game. Geez, you'd have to, you'd have to imagine that they're better than that. Um, you know, that's that's some more enough, but it will affect the confidence. Well, or it, well, if they're prepared for it, it's different, I suppose. Well, you see, that that's all that that's that's the big thing for a lot of teams this week is um, how you bounce back, even if you lose by a few points, and you're expected to win, it, it can affect you. But you know, I think you have to draw a line in the sand or something like that, and you have to come back in and go, 
look at guys, it's one defeat. Um, we we obviously are better than that. Um, we just we we we've no time to feel sorry for ourselves here. We've our biggest game of the year coming up next weekend against you know, you know another South Mayo team, and and I think I think when the draw was made, you know, call a spade a spade. I think both teams would yeah. have been looking at this game as the as the one to get out of jail. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's it's. It's just a matter, I suppose, you're right, keeping it on the head on for them. And Westport have so many fellas. I think they lost Connell Dawson the weekend with um, an injury as well. So he, he'd be lost. No Cullum Moran in that team. I was just looking at it today. Um, but or yeah, subs. it's our subs. Uh, it, convincing enough. Convincing enough win. And Westport kicking nine points. Uh, fair, it's fair pegging in any match. Can play. But. Uh, uh, five frees, four from play. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the talk around here is that Daniil are concentrating the Mayo Gales game. It's a bit of a defeatist attitude for me, but. Um, well, you go out in the first round of the championship, you don't rest players, you know. You yeah, go after injury doubts, and you don't, if you don't want to chance them. Yeah. If they were injured, then. then... There's something happened in the last five minutes of the dead dead rubber game. But anyway, that's enough. Like you're, you're 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 putting it you're putting it into the lads that are playing their heads. So this is match doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, uh, Westport they done what they needed to do. Um, Colin Moran is the big one for them for further down the road. If they haven't got him, he's a huge loss. Um, not a lot more you can say about that one, is there? It's it's it, it's it's not much good to Westport though, is it? You know, and I, I think was it was it Bell or someone they gave a hiding to last year the same way and then came out in the next round and got bet, you know. So, uh, you know, and they're the sort of team to get a run you like that. God, they look really impressive when they're in when they're in full flow yeah. like that. But it does, you know, <laughs> they've they've a bigger uh, they've a bigger fish to fry next weekend. Yeah. They do. Yeah. The other match in that group, then the local derby. Ballantubber one sixteen, Mayo Gale seven points. So a repeat of the league match, a comfortable win for Ballantubber. This is disappointing, I, wasn't it? Hmm. I thought this would be close. I, ex- I expected this, to be honest. I thought Ballantubber would win this one handy. They're so experienced. When Jason Gibbons is playing, they're a different team. Yeah. And I'm told he was outstanding again. Yeah, I'm seven Jimmer is supposed to have just lured us the middle of the field. Completely. When you have yeah. when you have a platform, like it's, I know it's so cliche and it's so bollocksy when you when you when you say it like, but when you have two fellas like even we've seen it with the Kilchamak game, when you have two big men in midfield and they're and they're winning their own share and, and a bit more like it it gives you such a platform to attack, it's it's mental. Like. And and then you have the the top scorer of all time in championship football getting a good supply of ball in. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. just. It's- Gales had, had two goal chances in the first uh, two minutes, they're saying. Two, I think they're one-on-ones even, and uh, they were both fluffed. And, you know, you need to be taking them. When you come up against Baron Tubber, you've, you've got to be slotting them away. And, and they, you know, that, that might give you a bit more confidence than whatever, but I think from all all talk, once Baron Tubber got on top at all, the Gales um, offered little. And I'm sure they have to be disappointed, because I'd say they went down there they, really, really hoping to give it a right good go, you know. And they always do that. If they get if they get a lead on you, you're screwed. Really, that's um, the one thing about them. Killian missed a penalty when he put it over the bar. Killian O'Connor points. six points. Yeah. Jason Gibbons, Gibbons gold. 
Stephen O'Malley, three points. The usual suspects, John Gallagher, four frees. Eaton Henry, James Jennings and Adam Gallagher, point each. Yeah, we said it about the first match. It's all about this weekend for me, O'Gales and um, Daniil. The loser will probably more than likely be in the relegation. No more than likely, they will be in the relegation. So... Uh, you know, that other yeah. game knows well psychologically. Westport, big win this week. Go out and get bet by Ballon Tubber next week. You know, kind of turns things around again a bit, a little bit psychologically. I think Westport need to win that game next weekend. Westport need to win every game now and just keep the foot down and try and establish themselves as the a killer team that you have to defend against and not, and not be thinking we can outscore them. I think that's the, the way Westport need to approach this next couple of weeks and get the team right and get the lads settled into the position and, and, and firing all the cylinders because I don't think they can afford to put up the handbrake or they can let the foot off the gas now. They need momentum because lads have been away for so long. Um, they'll just want to kind of build in the next couple of weeks, surely. Ballantubber will like nothing more than going back there and leave with a smile on their face, you know. <laughs> yeah. And they will, and they probably you need would, that challenge. You like, wouldn't you know? bet against Ballantubber either, would you? Not a chance. No. They still have yeah, that two, Gibbon, Gibbons is going to be a Sorry. massive part. Gibbons yeah. is going to be Emma. Yeah. Go on, sorry, or Group two, uh, Balahadrine, 1 7, Balana, 10 points. We talked about this last week, Ref, that uh, the Balana team were going to be missing a few and it looked dodgy on paper and they got a last second point to equalise it, um, even though Balahadrine got a late goal as well. So yeah, McBride got a goal and the whole place went absolutely mental. And uh, Ballon and I went up the field and just hit it the last one, last minute to play next day. Um, but a lot of people, was of, yeah, was there a bit of messing with kicking the ball off the tee? Was there? Did you hear that? I didn't. I think from the kick, uh, from the kick out, uh, I think Andy may have kicked the ball off the tee and it might have infuriated the referee from what a report I heard. <laughs> Well, I would definitely do the same thing if in that position I'd be urging my forwards to as much shithousery as possible. They still got it down the field. Yeah. Well, he, he gave them plenty of time after that, I heard. Oh, right, right, right. Good result for Bella. Who? Good result for Bella Hadrian. Oh, yeah. I was talking to a Bella Hadrian player on Friday, actually, and... Um, Gee, I, I walked away thinking, gee, these guys, these guys are, are kind of coming under the radar here because uh, he's saying like we've got our we've got our players back now and we've trained really well since the Calcio Mark game, and he said, I, I tell you, we're going to surprise a few, and um, they did just that. In fairness, and and then like uh, like the big thing for them now is, and Andy came out and said it is that the players back and they're in one piece at the moment, and it's, it's to recover this week and have them available again next week and in two weeks time again. Because that, that's the thing, they just can't afford to be losing these, these which are, you know, top-class players, you're talking about, uh, ex-county lads. Yeah, I'm surprised with Ballina. Um Surprised they didn't go and win this game. But I suppose there were so many changes in Schlabern before the game. Have they nearly, have nearly too many players? Have they have they got too many fellas at a certain level where they're chopping and changing now? Or do they know their best 15? Uh, Cuba Callan got four points, two frees. David McBride got the goal. Paddy Callan, Rose, Akram, and Andy Moore on a point each. And then Frank Irwin, six points, five frees. He got man of the match in the Mayo News. Keith Tighe, two points, one mark. Evan Regan, 
who's back from America. We're talking about and Conor McSay got the point. So they actually scored shag all really. Four points you know. play. Yeah, like and one was a mark. So they're um, I don't know what they're finding. I have yet to see them now, but I, I'll get that game in on TV. Is, is, is that game on TV this weekend? Not more Ballinas on Mayo JTV, and then there's Westport and Ballantubber on Saturday evening at five o'clock. So there's two big games. Not, um, not more Balnaz on Midwest as well. Are both the most covered? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of coverage uh, that game. Yeah. So. I heard Frank Irwin was outstanding in this game. He seems to be, have moved on a step, and he'd be one you would feel that Mayo will be looking at. The new management covered a lot of miles this week. Yeah. Was at that game Monday. Was he? He was, and he was at the yeah. Kilchamar game as well. Tony was. Um, and, uh, it seems to be Achilles heel like a like a few other teams at the moment is in front of goal and um, that league semi final against Knockmore they totally shot themselves in the foot that day and um, didn't take their chances very wasteful and it seems it was the same case again the last day. Yeah. Well, the and Deck group Knockmore three eight Ahamore eleven points. Um, what? What you'd expect, Knockmore just do enough, get over the line. Ahamore stayed with them for a long time. We know Ahamore's style, that don't in, uh, concede that much. 11 scores each, but uh, Darren McHale was the difference here. That little bit of class that he brings to Knockmore, if they can keep him fit, they'd be very hard to stop. He scored 2 2, Aidan Arm 1 2, and Peter Nocton. Three points and Kevin McLaughlin points. So your four county men got all the scores. Yeah. I seen uh, the the second goal from Darren McHale. Um, I have more loads of fellas back, but they weren't near their men at all. They had bodies back, but they weren't actually doing anything. I couldn't believe the freedom they got from the kick pass in, and 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 he he finished in. Um, as expected, they were expected to win. They were at home. Um, nothing too fancy from Knockmore, just grind it out and get on to the next day. Yeah, Knockmore, when you look at their team on paper, it's very, very strong. Jordan King was back. Yeah, like from midfield up, you had Kevin McLaughlin, Shane McHale, Pierce Rutledge, Darren McHale, Conal Dempsey, Kieran King, Aidan Norm, and Peter Nyockton. Yeah. That, that is very strong. They I haven't gone away, you know. No, they'd, they'd be happy where they're at. Marcus Park. Marcus Park was the name that I picked up. They came in that game. I was surprised to see him back. Also, Langan is, is now is Langan a part of the backroom team um, in from last year. So he's obviously Kieran, he's obviously retired. So just he's brought in him, I think, probably just to freshen things up again, I suppose, with the hard get a team going three years in a row. But be some achievement if to do it but uh, uh, someone asked me if you had a free bet now with the, the, after this weekend's results who would you put it on I'd probably put it on that more they look to be the most settled team of the lot yeah they've never, <coughs> done, they've never done three in a row so that, that and they, they, they'll say that's not really there for them whatever but um, I guarantee you that that has to be yeah. has to be something to drive them on you know huge match with Ahamore and uh, Balhadrine this week for both clubs uh, we'll talk about that the next day. Um, group three, Clamars 11, Brafey 116. I waited for 40 minutes. I could watch no more. <laughs> Why? 
tomorrow so completely uncompetitive on the day. Never put in a tackle. It was just far too easy for Brayfield. Just, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Um, You're not the only one. I think they've confused her. They've puzzled a lot of people um, over the years. Glamorous with the, the players they've had. And, um, that, was, that was their home game as well, wasn't it? They should have been. Yeah, their home game. Two and iron for that one. Um, Shocks had a bad day on the freeze, which is unusual. He missed a good few freeze. Uh, someone put the stats up. I've seen them on Twitter, and it wasn't that much different in shots and goal, but the, just the pace and power of Brafey. Um, Aidan O'Shea was good at full forward, and he stayed in there. Matthew Ruan was strong. Young Livingston started in goals. Rob was signing autographs for most of the day. Uh, Did he come in? No. No, but uh, I just thought he was a little shaky, and I think Rob might get back in. First 10 minutes. Now, I suppose, championship debut, young lad. Uh, you expect nerves, so it's just if, uh, if they'll stick with him or will they go back to the experience. Um, Brafey for the 40 minutes I would ever just totally dominant James McCormick tried manfully in the middle of the field for Clamaris but out from that um, there wasn't very many positives for Clamaris okay. Brafey looked good but you're not chall- if you're not challenged if you're not tackled no pressure but on you you're going to look good Um. I, I don't get this thing of playing for Clamaris of playing James Stratton in the forwards. He's one of your best defenders. Play him in defence. But I don't know. They're the great enigma, aren't they? Yeah. Seem to be. Seem to be. Um I, I don't know. I um I think I said last week these two are Jekyll and Hyde, but you know, one was one the other day and the other and the other was the other, you know. And uh I think also early on in the year, you know, I think you had a tweet up yourself about James Shot and he was left scoring something like with eleven points against uh, down up more against Belmurrit or something, and we're saying, and you know, you're always saying that's the rest of the players need to stand up because if James Shot and an off day, what happens? And he's an off day the last day, and you say he's got one point, and signs on and Clemaris had had nothing to give it seems, and from all reports, the room that um, Brafey were getting like in a championship game at home. Shouldn't be happening. It just shouldn't be happening. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't figure out Clamart. And I'm sure. I'm sure Kevin Burden ended up very frustrated on on Sunday night. Um, and same seven Johnny Cummins when they went for a pint on Sunday night. I'd say they had. Uh, they, they had some thinking to do, like you know. But I don't know. They, 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 this Clamart team, that as you said there, that's been talked about and talked about with the talent they have, and um, it's just just not putting it together. You know. Yeah, it's a crazy. It's a crazy one. Um, I, 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 we probably talk about it probably a bit too much sometimes, but it is that a lot of people do talk about ref, it. Yeah, the next game then was Ball and Belmullet. I was at this. This was a classic. This was a brilliant game of football. By far the best game of the five I was at this weekend. And Ball will be scratching their head for the next week, wondering how did they lose this game. Were they winning for most uh, of the game, Ender? Yeah. Oh, and they were the better team. They give away sloppy goal after sloppy goal. Uh, I, I know Ronan Murray's getting all the headlines, but he, he scored 3-3 and he wasn't that impressive. 
the goals are handed to him on the plate, but he finished them brilliantly. He is a great finisher, but uh, the best players on the field were for Bal. Killian Goulden gave an absolute tour de force in the middle of the field. Didn't believe he had it in him. He was dominant. Uh, Kevin McStay was in front of me with a pen and a piece of paper, and I'm sure his name went down on, the, on that piece of paper. Um, how they managed to lose this game will be beyond them. It's beyond me how they lost it. They played some brilliant football in super condition uh, both teams uh, the strength and conditioning work that's going on in them clubs is exceptional Connor Welsh a real live wire at full forward reminds me of Greg Mulcairns for those of a certain vintage um, same type of full forward um, Jack Hart lively at centre forward um who else? Gary McHale made some great uh, lung bursting runs. Have been more uh, changed much then the, the big change is their best player was standing along the sideline with water bottles. Belmullet to me, they were very lateral in their passing. They had no did no Ryan O'Donoghue inside. Now the demand when he got the ball in his hands was deadly, but he wasn't he hadn't the same movement that Ryan would have. Um one goal was a high ball in that was lobbed in on the edge of the square, broke, and he seized on it and finished it brilliant. The second one was a pass from a defender back to the goalkeeper that he intercepted, finished it brilliant. And the third one, Ball were coming out with the ball, and Eamon Mac- McAndrew read it, broke brilliantly, gave it to him, and a great finish. Yeah. Um, they'll be awful disappointed with that. Ball probably thought themselves as well that there a great chance in that game. I think we all... Three of us tipped Bal as well for that game. I'm just looking at the notes here. I was going to say that. I was going to say, like, the biggest thing that hasn't changed about Mullet is they're still proving us all wrong, you know? So, <laughs> you know, they, they, all year last year, we were knocking them and saying, no, they weren't going to go much further, and they went all the way to a county final, you know? So, they'd, they'd be delighted, but Bal, from what I hear, were, were, were absolutely left it after them. Totally not left it after them. But yeah. I, I guarantee you, Bal will regroup, and um, they, they'll, like, of all teams ever, they'll, they're the type that'll go out and train well tonight because they'll take the positives out of the performance and know that they should have won that game. And they've their neighbours next weekend. Yeah. And they'll, they, they'll, I guarantee you, they'll bounce right back tonight and don't write them off next weekend. They've neighbours. That'll they've be a great match. Sides. Yeah. That will be a great match. Uh, I, I was stunned at the build of the Bell players. The work they've done. Connor Dunleavy, Sean Dempsey, Gary McHale, Ryan Fadden even. Huge men with ability. Yeah. Uh, Ball will give Brafey a, a lot better game than they got last weekend. That will be that, a cracker that match. That will be That's one of the games Brafie. of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I couldn't speak highly enough now uh, Ball the way they played. I felt very sorry for them that they didn't hold on to win the game. They probably deserved it. That's how you learn. Uh, yeah. Uh, next group four, myself and John were both at this game, even though I missed the most exciting part of it. Gary Moore 210, Davids seven points. When I arrived 10 minutes in, it was Gary Moore 1 4, Davids no score. So there were seven points in it and a one by nine. Um, disappointed in Davids, didn't think to really fire the shot when I was there. Gary Moore just held him at arm's length, a complete control. Um, 
led by Kieran McGrath, centre back. I thought he 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 was like a spring lamb running around the field. Darren Quinn was good. For Davids, Cullen Boyle got injured twenty minutes in. He he, he went for a, a hard tackle on Shane Nell and he came off the worst side of it. Um young Tracy Nail, Tracy in the corner was really their only threat for me, but disappointing. Huge crowd in Gary Moore. I think the biggest crowd I've seen in Gary Moore in years, but there wasn't much to get excited about. John, you were there for more of it than I was. Yeah, I, I came from uh, Charlestown, rushed over to to get to it. And he, as you said, huge crowd. And they were saying in the win, some of the stewards are saying it's the biggest crowd they've seen in Gary Moore in, in a long time, you know. And everyone that came for the local derby. And like, you go back to the, the 90s and the noughties and, and tell you, the big hell for Skelter in that game. And, it, you know, it was so, so disappointing. It really was. And uh look at I I suppose I have to care for the sake as I spent I spent seven years over in Ballandine and you know I'd 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 uh, class guys over there as, as friends and uh I just so disappointed with how they set up. I really was. I mean they straight away within a minute all their team was in uh, their own half and Brian Linsky was the only one in the Gary Moore half and that's fair enough, but if you're going doing that, you don't end up one four down with ten minutes. Or there's yeah. something badly wrong somewhere. And then you have to come out and, and they, it played right into Gary Moore's hands. They had them at arms into the rest of the game. And all right, in the second half, Davids had it back to four points, I think, at one stage. But Gary Moore just pushed on again. And um, like Niles Tracy, you at least have to put, leaving him up there and somebody else with him, I think. Because Niles Tracy is not going to give you anything back in, the, uh, back in your own uh, back line. It's just not going to happen. It's just... I, I just feel... I feel... I, I'd be hoping they feel disappointed themselves that they didn't go and have a right go at Gary Moore. Gary Moore missing into Hesham, Gary Golden, uh, there was someone else missing as well, I think. And Harkin. Yeah, Harkin. You know, three major players. So you'd be thinking, you know, we're after winning the league, up Division 1, we've momentum here, let's go back to the neighbours and let's give it a go. I, I think there's nothing more disappointing. You go into a big game like that and you come away from it and think, you know what, we didn't give it a go. And I'd, I'd say they will be disappointed when they look back. They'll be looking at that. They want they want to look at a, a good reaction too for the for, for next week as well again, won't they? Yeah. They will, and yet again, they're, they're yeah. a team that that can bounce back fairly fast as well. And and they'll you know Castlebar come to town, they'll they'll be up for that. Yeah, yeah. The second game then was Castlebar, eleven, Charleston ten. Didn't think Charleston would give them as good a game. I was listening to it on the way to Bell, and. Listening to the commentary in Midwest, I thought Charleston were going to win. They were all over Castlebar. Sean Moran came up and kicked a great point near the end just to settle Castlebar. And Paul Towie had a free uh, minute to go to equalise. He put it down. Maybe he should have took it from the hands. I don't know. Listening to Midwest, it's hard to know. Cullen Boyle was on commentary. Um, but Charleston had them rattled. Definitely listening to the commentary on the radio. I don't know. Were you listening to it, Ref or John? I actually no. was doing umpire for Kevin Kennedy in this game. Um, yeah, and I was, I was getting a lot of I was getting a lot of shouts from behind the goal from uh, Castle Bear uh, supporters wanting us to. They're to, not happy with you. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, I start off by saying Castle Bear were very impressive in the first half. They went in at halftime, eight two up, and played with whatever breeze was in it. 
Um, really, Paddy Durkin was pulling the strings again. Uh, Antonio Boyle was was good in midfield. Their back line was really tight and giving away nothing to the war. Uh, Dunnick and McHugh did a really good job on Paul Towie, giving little or no room. He, he got a point in the first half. The only point he got from play, and he just about got the shot away. So McHugh was like a rash in him all day long. Sean Morhan. It's, it's, it's the first time I rightly seen him at the fresh. That's the one good thing about doing umpires. You have a great <laughs> view. You have a massive view of a back line and a forward yeah. end where they're moving. And um, I was really impressed with Sean Morhan. I think, what is he? About 18, is he? No, he's not, he's not even he's not 18 till December. Oh, is he not? Oh, he just yeah. got in, so. Just got in. He's, uh, yeah, yeah. The best of lads reckon you didn't see that much. I don't know, John. Uh, look, at all I'd say about that is, uh, Charlestown, I would absolutely hate to be forward, American Dean McLaughlin. Dean McLaughlin's American, yeah. And, uh, and Connor O'Donoghue played. I, I thought I was really impressed with him as well, the fullback of Charlestown. They mm. were like a rash. They were like a rash on the on the Castle Bear forwards. Yeah, they, they they lived on the edge and they were borderline at times, but they did pick up bookings. I think I think five of them were booked, you know. But but I'll tell you, if 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 you're over a team and you have guys like that, that'll that'll do a job like that. And and I said, by the letter of the law, they didn't step over it, you know. Um actually Connor Stinson ended up getting two yellows out of frustration in the end. Um but like they, you know, the likes of Paul Welch and Mark Wynham, they're young ladies and they're, and you know, they're not the biggest men in the world now. And they're going to get timber. That's yeah. the long and the short for it. it it's going to, it's going to happen. And they're going to have to man up to it. If they're going to, like a lot of people on about Casabella win the count title. James Durkin's out now, it seems the season, unfortunately, with ACL injury. And inside, you know, you're, you're banking on these guys and they're going to have to get to grips with things fairly fast. If you don't, not more lads won't stand off them, John. Well, the not more lads will have learned a lot about them from the league final. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. and, and I guarantee you that if they get them again in the middle of October, it it, it could be a different uh, ball game. But I'll tell you, Charles and Gary Moore next weekend, because I guarantee you that Gary Moore forward line, they better be prepared, because uh, the Charles Town lads are going to come with the same antics. 100%. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be a belt of a game, really. Now, Charleston uh, had a great chance to win it. Uh, it was Matthew Linhan that went inside, and um, I think it hit off the post. It was down the far side now, but um, I enjoyed it. It was a great game, fairness. I, I, I think it surprised enough. There has people. to be physicality, ref. You'd agree. There has well, to be a certain amount of physicality in championship. A hundred percent, there is. But if if you want to get your hands are more clear. You've got to be able to play football and you've got to be able to take the hits Mixed and give them. Yeah. yeah, that's the top, top level is it's not just it's not just about pace. It's, you have to be able to. I don't know. Did I talk with this last week? My head's a bit scattered. We, they put up the pictures of the of the junior captains and then the intermediate captains and the yeah. senior captains. And the right. junior fellas look normal enough. You know, there's not. Too much conditioning. The intermediate lads are bullocks ready for the march. And then the senior captains, they come down a bit in size, but it's more uh, a mix of power and pace. I, I found it amazing, the body shapes. And if you look at all these teams at intermediate level, they're a lot physically, there's an awful dependence at intermediate level on actual size and grunt and power compared to maybe senior level. It's, um, they, they, um, they wrapped up Dougie as well. Dougie was gone five, six minutes into the second half. And... Um, like Paddy Welch is playing in goal for Charleston, like, and sure, Paddy is he's half tapped. Half tapped. What do you mean half? <laughs> <laughs> You're very unfair on them. 
I said it before, and I and I and I and I I I always will. I you'll never come across a keeper, a good keeper that listened a bit in bit in cracked in some way. Yeah. They're always a bit cracked. Was he chatting away during the match, Paddy? Oh, he never stopped. Sir. Never <laughs> stopped the, boys, the boys out in front, like you know, and he'd be saying to us, "Ah, them boys aren't doing a lot wrong there, now, you know." I, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Look, we'll make up our minds in that, Paddy, you know. But listen, <laughs> as you said, their championship is championship. It goes up a level, and I, I always remember a story from years ago when, when, when our hero over here, Mike Morris, playing fullback, and it was a league game, and he, he got well taken with the cleaners of this guy that he knew from Ban Rope fairly well. But when it came to championship. I think, look, I suppose he came a bit heavy on him and he, he may have hit him a slap at some stage. And uh, your man turned around and said, just Mike, what are you at? What are you at? He said, his championship, he says. His championship. <laughs> that's all he said to him, you know. And Different worlds. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, uh, that's the senior one wrapped up. There's, um, yeah, it, it, it's taken a bit of shape now. I don't think there's too many too big surprises. I suppose Ch- Charles Town running closer, close was... Was a was a good result for Charlestown in a way. They'll be happy enough, maybe not to get the win, but at least one we... big surprise was probably Ballinana winning ref. Probably. Most people expected them to win. I know we were had our doubts, but most people did expect them to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah P- Paddy Dorkin came off at half time in that game as well. Actually, he seemed to have an ankle injury in the Castle Bar game. So two big injuries, two big bucks to lose too as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if Kesselbar win this weekend against Davids, they probably can give Paddy Dorkin a couple of weeks off and uh, get ready for a quarter final, can't it? Get them right. Yeah, I, I was just, I said it to someone today, Ref. If Gary Moore and uh, Kesselbar win, you wouldn't know, would you rather play the first seed or the second seeds left? It's got, it's looks like it's going to be Knockmore, Ballina. Westport Ballantubber, you tell me who you rather play. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? If you're it if you're really if you're guaranteed your quarter spot in the quarter final. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't bother chancing it. But you keep it's, yeah. see it's it depends on who you are. we we said it earlier, I said about Westport but keeping the foot down now and getting a bit of momentum, but Ballantubber, they'd be happy enough to to take it handy in the in the third round game if they were qualified and knowing that they'd be able to get the get the wheels moving again for the quarter final. Yeah, yeah. and for, funnily enough, like Knockmore got beaten down in uh, Tala last year, and it, it probably won them the county title. Yeah, you know because they bounced back the final week, went back to basics against Charlestown, and had them bet after fifteen minutes, and of course they got Ben Morris in the county final. And, it's very and they were going to happen again. They, they were ready. They were ready for Ben Mullet. Then they, they knew exactly what they were getting or what was coming down the tracks. Yeah, Ben Mullet celebrated. I think a little bit too much the first day too. So that was remembered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a few times now. That maybe they maybe, but that happens. That happens too, as you said earlier, John. It's championship. I bet the stop about Ben Mullet now because Andrew Murphy will be on to me again. He gave me the old dig on Sunday night that uh, we all tipped a battle, you know. So yeah. I'm just looking at them here. Yeah. We didn't do too bad. Didn't do too bad. Um, um, intermediate group one ref. Uh, Bunny Conlon one ten. Laherdon eight points. Um, we were Bunny following Conlon this game. At home, yeah. yeah, Bunny Conlon at home are always sticky, no matter who's playing them. Um, Laherdon. The last couple of years, John knows they've been sort of hanging on. Last game, uh, getting out of trouble, and it looks like it's going to be the same 
battle again for them this year. Um, that was a game they probably targeted Letter down. It looked like the one they could win in the group. Um, Bunny Conlon, Aidan Harrington got a goal. Sean Neary, four points. Roland Neary, three. Johnny Lavelle, two. James Kelly, one. And for Laherdon, only two scorers. Not enough in the championship game. Shane Finnerty, seven. And Decton Langan, one. Uh, John had no more about Laherdon than I would. But I just think two scorers, you're not going to win a championship game. No, no. They're, they're, no, they're disappointed. There's no doubt about it. They're very disappointed. Um, it didn't happen. Listen, the game was uh, only seemed to win in the whole way through, but there was only always two, three points in it. Went to four and odd time, back to two again. But uh, Bunny had I think around twelve players behind the ball and made it made it difficult uh, for for Leher than less to to break it down. And as I said they they I think that six or seven wides in the first half, so the shot selection wasn't great. And as I said like. They were seemingly dependent on one guy to be shooting. Conor Igo seemed to, um, he started off, I think, in the forward line, but went back and seemed to have put on a lot of the strings from the back line. That, from what I hear, he was very impressive. And Harrington, should have no sign of Harrington there for, I think, all year, really. And he just uh, suddenly started that game the last day. And didn't do a whole lot from what I heard, but obviously he did the, the damage in the end by getting the goal. But I think it was very late in the game. I kind of just finished it off. But um, they'll be disappointed. And, uh, yeah, look, at their backs to the wall now again. They really would have targeted that game. And um, they would have seen it as a 50-50 game going into it. And so they have to be disappointed. But, look, good win for Bunny. And, uh, you know, Bunny go on now and play Cross Molina next. And if they can beat Cross Molina, well, then the neighbours will be fighting it out more than likely um, to see who, who, who stays in intermediate. No, it's going to be a, it's a the intermediate is going to be a cracker. The other side of that game, Lewisburg beating Cross Molina, and uh, something that we probably talked about in the pod last year. Jordan Flynn missing the games because of suspension from last year. Um, I think he picked up three red cards in the championship last year, so uh, suspension carried through on to next year, which was a big loss for Cross Molina. You considered Duffy only came on the second half. Um, was it Dylan Prendergast? Did he get two? Four, yeah, two, four, two, two, two from play. We've been talking a, a good while about Dylan Prendergast. I don't know, is he finished now with the rugby ref? He is, yeah. Yeah, so he'll be another one that'll be going in the diary. These men that are travelling ground, I'm sure there'll be some of them at this match. So I'd say he'll get, they'll have a look at him and they may have a look at Park Prendergast because midfield has been an area of concern for Mayo for the last couple of years. He chipped in with three points. One free for Cross Malina, Connor Loftus kicked three, Kevin Mulhern and Fiona Duffy two each. Uh Dear McCoggins, Dyer Siren and Dermot Welsh a point. It was two ten to ten. So Dylan Prendergast did, it was the difference. Yeah. And uh he'll be in the running for the intermediate player the week, I'm sure, ref when you pick it later on. Um but but um yeah, good win for Lewisburg. Uh Lewisburg are one of the contenders. Cross Maline are probably just a little bit off it at the minute, I would think. Yeah. Well you're missing if you're missing two of your three main fellas yeah. county team, you're going to be always under pressure. Um and you're out in Lewisburg too. I think that was a big part of it too. You know, they were always going to be looking to win that game as well. You're all the home games is, is huge, especially when they're when it's so close between each other. Um I think they got an injury as well today with broken suspected broken collarbone for Dawson. 
for Lewisburg. Um, I think I read that so much. Uh, yeah, I came off after 43 minutes. Uh, Kevin Gibbons came in, so Kevin Gibbons is on the way back as well. So, uh, yeah, good win for Lewis, good win for Lewisburg. Um, they'll be happy enough. They'll be looking now to get in. Uh, who who the next? So they'll have Lahard on, have the in in uh, yeah, Bofino. Bofino, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a, that's a winnable yeah. game for them as well. Group two, then the one that I called worst of the weekend. Uh, Kiltain 1 8, Burshul 2 13. Ref, when I was talking up Kiltain, you warned me that they're missing a few. And Burshul had a comprehensive win. And uh, maybe they're in better shape than the women because the women lost uh, uh, Karen Akon last weekend and the men won. So after all my talk, uh, <laughs> it was turned around. My apologies to the Newport men. Uh, great win. Down in Kiltain, never an easy place to go. Um, I think Pat, Patrick Paddy Mulcrone was uh, was was on here, John, was he? He was surely. Yeah, I got the same. I... <laughs> yeah, I got the phone call. I got the phone call Sunday morning after. And I was the one that said it. Not yeah. neither of you did. <laughs> I think he says something like, uh, "See, do you still think the ladies are uh, fitter than the men?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was well, a good one. can change in a week, lads. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, yeah, Jason so. Duck uh, kicked five points, four from play. Alan Ryder got one, two. Finton McMinimum, I think, was back from his travels. I think he was traveling during the summer, Rev. He was. Uh, he Chicago. kicked four. Yeah, Cahal Breslin got a goal. And for Kiltain, Alton Corrigan scored one, six. Again, did only three scores, not enough uh, if you want to win a championship match. Um, Big result for Burshul. Huge, um, huge. Because the free, yeah, two free pops yeah. are now including a home game. Yeah, that's. It's, I was just going to make that point. You have two chances and you have a home game. So uh, that was one of the results of the weekend for me. Uh, didn't see it coming, but it came. Yeah, it is. Um, what we did say before about the mids, like, um, there's no one doubting their ability. It was just that they seemed to have run out of uh, juice in the last quarter of game. So, you know, maybe they've worked on that and got their fitness up to where it needs to be. And if they do, they're a match for anyone. They're the size of them. They're a big team, like, you know. You know, they fill them jerseys, so they do, you know. So... But them white okay. jerseys <laughs> didn't scare anyone, John. Yeah, like the Hollywood ones, is it? <laughs> <laughs> scare uh, kill Shaman. Now, yeah. we'll move on. <laughs> Ballon Robe, uh, 212, <laughs> Park 114. This was meant to be a classic one-point game. A uh, uh, lot of talk about all the Ballon Robe men along the line. I didn't hear of any trouble along the line. I think everyone behaved themselves. I don't know, did you hear much about this match? Just a game I didn't hear an awful lot about. John, you might have heard. No, I heard it was a really good game. Really good game. Yeah. I'm planning on going to it, but when we left Castle Bear, the driver, the fellow driving me was heading towards Clamoris, so I didn't want to put him off, and we had a bit of a thirst on, so we, we just, we, <laughs> we, we did listen to it um, on Ban Robe Radio, my, my, my father-in-law was doing commentary there, so it was back and over, like Ban Robe were nine points up at one stage. And um, in fairness to, to Park, they came back at them and had chances in the end to get level and even win. I think Ronan Carlin had a great chance of a goal near the end and just didn't take it. But um, I look at uh, there was no aggro as far as I hear, but I'm sure 
Baron Robe were quietly happy <laughs> to have won the game and uh, to have a bit of a smile afterwards, you know. But um, Liam Burke yet again supposed to have uh, been really, really good. He scored one yeah. three. Um, and you're championing him all year, John. Yeah, look at I. I think Liam is a is a fantastic athlete, like you know. And um, whether he's whether he's interested or not in putting the effort in, and that I think that's the big one. Uh, he'd have to completely buy into things, you know. Uh, but let's see how the rest of the championship goes for him. Van Rove, some really good players on paper, you know. And but but one guy, uh, uh, one of the Van Rove lads said to me lately how it a lot of the time it's James Murphy around the middle that when James Murphy is playing and playing well, that they're a different team. And that he, he seems to be the guy that really, really keeps things keeps them going well when they are. And um, I see he got in the Mayo News this week, he got picked as man of the match again. So he does a lot of work and he works hard and he's in around the middle there the whole time. And he just does the simple things. And, uh, you know, I remember even last year when they were, when they were back to the wall and they were down playing Swinford and Kelchamaugh, it was an awful bad day with the relegation semi-final. And uh, they were under, under severe cash against the Breeze second half and they only had a point lead. And Swinford looked like the likely winners at that stage. And he drove forward about 40 yards and stuck one in the back of the net. Like. So, yeah, he's he's a big player for them as well. And Aaron McDonald is back playing now as well. Uh, a couple of young Alan Flannery's lads are playing um, as well. So, Keen O'Connell came on and scored a goal. So, yeah, they, I, Ban Robe, you know, they, they'll be there, thereabouts. But, but Park as well. Park will, you know... They're up against a little bit now, having lost that game, but they won't. Um... Darren McDonald getting six frees as well. He had a bad cruciate injury last year, and he's only back now about a month or two. And yeah. I think his first game was the night I was up watching them play Westport, and they were they were a holy show that evening. Um, he, did, he did it twice, I think, his cruciate. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. But but the thing about Darren is there's no nerves in Darren at all. Like he's just out <laughs> there, he plays football, and he gets stuck in, and he'll score points or whatever, and he'll drink points afterwards. He but, will. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't uh, mince his words the same guy, you know. No, he doesn't. There's no problem with nerves. You're right on that one. <laughs> Confidence is Ronan Carlin with one five for Park and Sean Corkin four points. The usual uh, scores for Park. Next game is just huge now for Park. They must win or year over for one of the favourites. Um, group three. Ballyhonest 14, Castlebar 2-8. This was going on while we were commentating ref and at halftime it looked like last year's finalists were in huge trouble but uh, made a good comeback. I wasn't talking to Ronan since but i seen him tweeting about uh, championship football. I think he got a fright. He did, yeah. He sent me a video that was a record of the game of him going mental or something though, some card or something. I think he got heated enough for the looks of it. Um, they'd be sickened. The Castlebar would be absolutely sickened. They were, they were, they were coasting that game at halftime. It looked like they were well in, well in control and tipping away nicely. They got two goals. So the fact that they ended up and they're at home as well, losing a point, I'd say they'd be sickened. Or they're away. Sorry, Castlebar away. Sorry, um, Bally Honus be happy to get a point maybe. Um. But uh, I couldn't. I, I I I couldn't believe how how ahead they were. I, I was fancying Ballyhonas in this game. Um, I just thought that they'd have, they'd have too much for Casabar. But we watched that game last year, and the Casabar weren't that far yeah. off them, were they? No, there was nothing in that game last year in Ballandine. Ballyhonas again, very reliant on Jason Coyne, nine points. 
And then you had two lads, Eamon Phillips and Danny Murray were two each, and Adrian Phillips, so only four scorers. To, uh, Mitchell's, a few more scores, Barry Redmond, Eamon Tiernan, uh, got four each, or one, one, and four. Philip Ruddy, a goal, Mark Dorkin, James Cunningham, and Owen Hughes, a point. Uh, interesting look at the Mitchell's team, either very old or very young, it looks like. So, um, that's what you normally get with a B team. Yeah. You get yeah. bucks on the way in and bucks on the way out. They hadn't much in between. No. But well, uh, they're gone in there. Yeah. Oh. Ballyhonis, I'd say, in the end, will be delighted with the result. Um, the other game in that group, as most people anticipated, uh, my Davids had a huge win over Ardnery. Ardnery looked to be struggling big time. Looks like they're going to be fighting relegation come the end of the year. Uh, my Davids will have their eyes set on winning a championship. So two teams in different places. I think they uh, lost keep... their goalkeeper as well. And uh, Ronan Connolly, okay. he was playing rugby for Ballina. He broke, fractured his jaw or cheekbone. So he's going to be out now. So I think Blaine, is Blaine Ginty? Ginty. Yeah, yeah, stepped in. Um, which good keeper too, in fairness. I think he, he kicked the winner last year against, or two years ago against Burrashul, I remember, below. Yeah, good keeper. But you, you imagine you're managing Erdnery and uh, you get this message or a phone call like two, three hours before the match that your keeper, like who's, you know, a vital part of your team, is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's after getting injured playing rugby. He's gone. You know, not just gone for the game, but gone for the year. Yes, yeah. it's, it's an awful blow. Got that ourselves, John. Sorry, I said we got that ourselves in Tormacate. We lost our goalkeeper. Oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah two weeks for the for the thing. Yeah, the, at least you two weeks to, yeah. to recover. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, uh, Brian Reap the weekend. Oh, I'm just looking at the team here, and yeah, has he just been rested or is he? She'd love to know what the story is. Some back. of this. Set I back. Set back, yeah, he's trying to get back though. They're hoping he'll be back at some stretch. Keith Keel, seven, Brian Heenan, one, two, Ryan Kenny, Connor Reed. De- My Davids are one of the teams best served by underage in the county. They bring through so many good underage teams. And they just can't seem to get up to senior and stay there. They can get up. And then to go back down, they just can't consolidate at senior level. Um, but their underage system is one of the best in the county, for my for my money anyway. They consistently are producing two and three good miners every year. Yeah. Uh, that group. Brian Heenan is a great servant for them, isn't he? Yes. Mm. Anthony Jordan is missing this year, friend of the pod. He met. He he messaged me during the week actually, to lump lump on my davits. He said he said they're definitely going to beat Ardnery. Well, he was right on that one. Yeah. Um, group four. Then, ref, are you going to say something else? No, I forget what I was no. saying. I'm group four. Uh, the game. Uh, one hundred and eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, refs claim the fame, John. I don't know. Did you hear it? Uh, Kilshima 214, Holly Mount Carmore 11 points. Uh, shocked me 
This is another one I got badly wrong. I couldn't see anything. Only a Hollyman Caramore win here. And very disappointed with them. I thought they were stuck to the ground. Didn't get going at all. But Kilchamaw were impressive. Um, the three of us were at this game. Uh, some very big performances for Kilchamaw. Four, four of the forwards were exceptional. The midfield was exceptional. Matty Cummins was, was exceptional for me. For Hollymount, Nate Morn and Matt Saunders were the only two that I thought came out with their reputations intact. I don't know what yeah. you thought, lads. I thought Hollymount were awful disappointing. Um, they just didn't look like a team that knew what they were doing or agreed on what they were doing. They looked like they were trying to do a bit of this, a bit of that. Um, they're one-dimensional. They were looking for Darren Cohen. It looks, it looks to me, I don't know, John, do you hear anything, but does Stephen Cohen have an injury? Yeah, he seemed to be carrying his back there. I don't Yeah, he kept, yeah. I know what I said. He kept putting his hand to his back or something. Like that. He looked yeah. like he was a bit of bother with it now. Yeah, I don't think he trained last night now. Um, so... Yeah, it, it, I'd say he'll be in a race against time to be ready for the weekend, I'd say, no. Uh, but yeah, look, it was very disappointing. Uh, we went down with great expectations. And, you know, they, they'd, they'd finished off the league really well and had momentum built up. Um, I suppose just one, I suppose one thing, two guys that came home from Dubai, uh, Declan Fierick and Damien Kelly, and they'd give us massive energy in the games they played in the league. And two really good players. But then suddenly they were gone. They're gone back to Dubai again. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they gave us a false sense of where we were at. Um, you know, that when you have two good guys come in at that next thing, they're gone again. Um, you know, it just, it, we seem very flat. And as I said, we seem stuck to the ground, uh, very fatigued in the first half. Like, Kelchamar were completely all over us up front. And they were in front of us by, they were in front of their men by two or three yards every time. And there was no point even changing around the backs personally or anything because everyone seemed to be getting getting cleaned like. Um, yeah. And then Conor Malee, I think it was twice there. He's from a standing position. He just took off and went to wrong guys and was in on goal. And by they should have been out of sight at halftime. And, um, you know, Darren then got a black with frustration before halftime. So you didn't have him for the start, second half. Now, in saying all that, it was five points in it, and Tom Morris went through with a massive, it was like a, a Park Brogan-esque shot from 85, but it, it, it cannoned off the crossbar, came out and all the way down, and um, I think it was a Thomas Thomas uh, Keegan, is it? He um, yeah, ended, up, ended up in the back of the net. So instead of being back to two and maybe back in the game, a bit of momentum shift, it was eight. Mm. And yeah. a few minutes later, like Killian, Killian Finn came in and he seemed to be very cool on the ball and he gave a great ball into uh, Conor Malee who went round to Niall Campbell and finished it off. So it, it was over then. Um, but as I said, this game could have been over at halftime. It really could. Champagne football, as, as Enda called it at the end, they, they, they impressed me. You know, They got an all-merciful bollock in a halftime, Holly Moncarmore. I was at the back of the stand and I could hear it from the steps the 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 sound that was coming out of the Holly Mount dress room, my God! Having a clue who that had been on. No. <laughs> um, but, was, but again, ref. It didn't work. We talk, they were flat. Yeah, yeah. They were. It just didn't come from them. Yeah, we're talking about since we started the podcast. Eleven, eleven points. Darren gets seven. They're gonna have to get scores. Yeah. No, Dylan because, Morris. Dylan Morris and Ferris had an off day. Had an off day. He had three an shots. Yeah, he had three you shots. Know. 
or four shots that went wide. But they need to get scores somewhere else because your man, Matty Cummins, did tie Darren up a bit. And in the latter stages, you're going to meet better backs. Uh, if Against Kilmain, for example, if Kilmain put Oshin Mullen on him and he ties him up, where are Hollyman going to get the scores? Yeah, they've they, definitely they went down. Get, they've went down in my, in my rankings now in the last week, the more I think about it. Yeah, the only thing is, last year, the first round, got a bad beating by Mio Gales as well, but bounced back and won the next two games. So they, they are capable. Uh, they have the experience in the ranks to be able to bounce back this week. And that's what a lot, for a lot of teams this week. A lot of teams have to bounce back this week. And it's how, how you do with that mentally as well as everything else. Uh, so it's it's not going to be easy, you know. We'll talk about Kimi in a second, but they'll be coming up, and they're a well-oiled machine, and um, they'll fence their chances up in the saucer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You wouldn't be surprised though if uh, Hollymount and Kilmain win this weekend, and every team has two points going into the last round. Yeah, well, we did. It wouldn't be a huge surprise if they did. No, yeah. because they're so level. The four teams are, and yeah. you know what? They probably. They probably after two rounds played. I think they probably deserve to be all on two points, or they, you know, you could easily see them each well, win. Well, Hollyman don't best. deserve it after last week. They'll have to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> and no, but beforehand you would have yeah. said that they yeah. were a good chance. Beforehand, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like, but, like, uh, go back to this, and we talked about last week. Like all this talk, all this negative talk about Kelchamot, like and like oh. They're not happy down there, and things aren't going well, and all this <laughs> crack. And, and That's what and they love. Yeah, and they're nearly relegated in the league. And but I'd say that league campaign in the end, when they came from nine points down to beat Ballatrain, I'd say it really galvanised them. And I'd say they decided, look, lads, hold on a second, let's give this a shot here. You know, so I'd say they got their shit together in the last couple of weeks and playing to be. Now, in fairness, last year, if I remember right, I think Kilmain went down and won there, uh, so they won't fear them. But you know. Is there a role reversal of where who's at now at the moment? Uh, can Maine suddenly need to win this game? You know, Kilchmott don't. They can come up here and give it a right shot. So um, it's going to be a good game. All right, good. There's going to be two good games on Sunday now. Yeah, this, there is. They're, they're teed up lovely. They're teed up lovely. Is that it for the junior? Kilmina, Kilmina was on. Kilmina Kil- 113, Kilmina 2-8. This was the live game on Saturday on Mayo GA TV. Um, close Just that, before, before before we finish up on the on the Hollymount, uh, Caramore and Kilchma, big thanks to Charleston for the hospitality that we got at halftime. We got cups of teas and sandwiches brought to us. Kieran McBride sorted us out, and we had a lovely spot to watch the game. And it doesn't go unnoticed here that. Uh, Clubs there, yeah. so. Uh, like here, told me it was actually Connor in the shop there, down the road that sponsored that. So thanks to Connor, uh, much appreciated. Uh, spaces was muted for a while. We had to get oiled and watered, but um, yeah, the second game then Kilmina one thirteen, Kilmain two eight, huge win for Kilmina. John Riley's always slagging me. I don't tip them in the first round of the championship. I didn't dip them into one again, John. I I done what I was told. Um, Not like you. Yeah, we have we have a lot of respect for John here in RF Towers. Uh, Derek Evney scored seven points. Uh, three of them from freeze. John McGlynn one two. Sean Ryder, three points. Beautiful striker of a ball. Liam Moore a point. 
for Kilmain, Ja Mullen, usual couple of goals for Ja, Adam Barrett, five, Tomas Fahey, two, and Michael Hessian scored a mark. Um, huge result for Kilmina coming up. The confidence that will give them um, will be huge. They won't fear Hollymount next week going up to the saucer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We were sort of, I went to Gary Moore, so it was one I wasn't that well tuned in on ref. I don't know, did you, you hear much or John, did you? I heard Kilmaine were felt aggrieved at a few decisions, uh, a few big decisions went against them. And um, obviously David Hughes then as well, he broke his ankle, was it? Uh, so huge loss to him, huge loss to him for the rest of the year. So yes, he's their, he's their you know, he's their fullback and uh, they're hard to replace. And especially David Hughes, a good guy. But um, yeah, as I said, Kilmaine were, were, were a bit disappointed, not only in their own display, but also I think in the display of the officials down there. So they, they reckoned a lot of big decisions went against them. Tough one when you're away from home, isn't it? Sometimes the decisions might go against you. I think I think I see Kevin Murphy being interviewed afterwards, but he didn't yeah. mention anything about the officials. In fairness, he wasn't too. No. Didn't seem to be too aggrieved. He said a lot. A lot of this, a lot of the problems came from Kilmaine themselves. But I don't know. I didn't see the game. I don't know. Maybe he was just being um, diplomatic with his interviews afterwards. And, PC. Yeah, PC is that the one? Yeah. Um, junior Championship Group 1 here's a game where the home side feel aggrieved by the refereeing Eastern Gales 9 points Kilcommon 111 uh, hearing a lot of talk about this game um, ref was in attendance so he'd be able to fill us in but there were <laughs> shamozzles, there was cards there was uh, a shamozzle where 20 people were involved and only one team picked up 4 cards from what I hear and they're very aggrieved about it. And I think there's suspensions out of the game. There's a lot to unpack in this game. But Kilcommon, as expected, won it. Um, I think Justin Healy got a goal and a few points. Um, no, Derek Moran did. Sorry. Yeah, Derek got the goal. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Healy, was well Healy was well yeah. marshaled. Healy got three points in play. Sorry, yeah. Um, he um, was well you were at it, ref. So, the no point I wasn't at it. You were, let us know what happened. What happened now? I suppose you'll be wanting me to talk up about the cards and the fight and the referee and everything else. You don't want to no, hear what, uh, what, what happened in the game, ref. Gay <laughs> Common won the game. Um, yeah. first thing I, Is I, I so, yeah, I think they're the better, I think they were the better team. Um, now Gail's done very well to keep with them and, and, and really got stuck into them but there was a bit of lipping going on early on and it kind of festered and there was a bit of lipping off the sidelines um, and it kind of added to it and a couple of hits went in and I think I think the referee probably let it go a bit too much and, and you could tell it was coming you could tell there was going to be a scrap or it just needed one spark and the whole lot kicked off and it happened in front of the stand, and there was a full-on, more than 20, I'd say nearly 30 bucks, in on top of each other, and lads falling all over the place. I think a, a, a card came from that. It went on a long time, did it? It went on I've, about two or three minutes. I took the phone out, so I thought I might get a bit of a video, but obviously I didn't post it because I don't want to go bringing the game into disrepute. But 
if you're listening to the first 20 seconds of the podcast tomorrow i have it put into the i have the audio of it <laughs> and it it finishes with, with a woman coming down to me saying we've enough of that on social media now you don't need to be putting that up so i just put up the audio um it's funny enough but uh yeah look at they were they were, they were gonna match him with the ref then um they weren't happy afterwards there's a lot of eastern gales men giving out about the ref afterwards and stuff but it, it it probably was that the talking point of the game and it's hard to get away from it and it takes so long to sort out eastern gales were a man down um and still double marked justin healy so but kilcommon you have to go ref you have to yeah but when you look kilcommon could have put the two lads up front do you know what i mean, do you know what I mean? And, and took that and went at them i think they were sitting back too much and they're over line on this defending and I think if they this went at, yeah, I think if they went yeah. at Eastern Gales, they would have. Um, Eastern Gales would, finished with thirteen, right? Thirteen, yeah, yeah, and there are a few injuries as well. Oh, they were very. Who sent off for no gum shields? Is that correct? I don't know what they were, what they were, what they were sent off for now. Yeah. Um, but they were there was two. They were definitely two off. I think one of their managers got. Got the car, got the line before in the first half as well. Uh, it was just a bit, a bit too heavy, you know. A bit Messy. Too, yeah, Messy. yeah. And you could tell it was coming. Like I was sitting, I was standing outside. There was a bit of a shower. I had an umbrella with me, and I like, remember I there was some fella beside me. He says he listens to the podcast. Hello, I don't know. I didn't get your name, but he, I, I said it. I go, he's this is going to blow up. He goes, you can tell straight away. Um, with everyone in the stand too and it just happened in front of the stand the whole thing blew up then and there was loads of fights starting and finishing all over the place from that but um, like Eastern Gales probably felt aggrieved when all of their guys got um, yeah got the yeah. cards I'd say that's what led to it and that natural. put them on yeah got, that got their backs up then I'd say and uh, they couldn't bloody well bring it back after that I'd say yeah now they've, they've, they showed plenty of grit Eastern Gales and they showed plenty of bite do you know, they weren't afraid of Kilcommon and they weren't afraid to get stuck into them. And if, if Kilcommon thought that they could go down and maybe match them physically or there's plenty of fight in Eastern Gales, I wouldn't have any problem. Um, I wouldn't have any worries for them in, the, in that department. I know we talked about it before, but yeah, they probably, you know, the cards cost them, but they were, if you were to play the two teams, if the two teams were to play each other 10 times, You'd be saying Kilcommon are probably going to win it six or seven times. Yeah. You go it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think just a, a a different stage of development. But I have to say, in the last few years, Eastern Gales have had no problems with discipline as a club. I never heard of them even getting a red card, and here here all of a sudden, there's suspensions everywhere for Eastern Gales. And talking to people, in, we're living beside Brickens here, that uh, they, they got their back up the first Shemozel where four their lads was picked out and no one from Kilcommon. And the referee was speaking to the Kilcommon lads in first name terms. He knew them. And maybe it's a thing for the county board to get referees from different divisions. A North Mayo ref for a North Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Like it got their back up that. And I can see well, we why had, they did get their back up. We had an Ackle, we had an Ackle man, uh, linesman for the Ackle game. Neil Cooney was doing and, the and, and, no, I'm was, sure it probably annoyed you. No, no, he no, done nothing wrong. No, not a thing, not a thing, but... No. It, you know, it's, 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 it's something that 
it can it can lead like I thought to send an off for Rob Malloy in our match ref that we commented on. It was it, it was done by the linesman, the young lad from Ballantubber. I didn't think it was a sending off. It was right in front of me. I thought oh, it was a yellow right. card at most. It's why yeah. it's a bit of a pull on him. Yeah. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and these uh, officials that are doing line at these games, they can have a huge bearing on the games. And it depends on the size they're in too. If you're if you're stuck beside the the, the stand, yeah, you can be. But that's human. You're, you're pressurized. You are human nature. You might be thinking, yeah. "Geez, I better better wave this one or look yeah. that I'm pretending to wave it at least or something." Yeah. You know, you'd often see the cute linesman that'll be waving the flag and he'll go up and tell them, tell the ref, "I didn't actually see fuck all there, but we'll talk for another thirty seconds and you write something in your book and we can go off and pretend," you know. I just think Eastern Gales are putting in a huge effort <laughs> to to bring on the standard of football in the club and it's disappointing that big suspensions handed out and maybe if the county board looked at neutral it might be possible to get neutral referees because a lot of clubs that haven't got referees yeah, uh, look. Uh, when it, I when I say neutral, I mean not from the same division. Obviously, the referee is neutral. Uh, the referee from Buddy Connell is a long way away from Kilcommon. Yeah. But anyway, Kilcommon move on, and they're going to be there thereabouts again. I think so. Yeah, I think I said it. I think I mentioned some more beef nuts. Um, they are very big. They're someone very. Someone said today. Someone said today they left. They met and uh, left. Kilcommon at half eleven in the morning and into Ballina food chat and Mary Monk, I think they were in. Yeah. And then they were in Swinford afterwards. Does is there a Kilcommon man owns a pub in Swinford? Or runs a pub in Swinford? I'm not sure. Well, uh, they were stitched up there afterwards because they weren't home till God knows time because I was getting Snapchats at one or two in the morning and they were singing loudly on the bus. And a few, it's, it's good to see club players getting looked after. I, I, I'd be well, a fan I, of it. I was panicking because I was on. I was trying to make that game for six o'clock. I got there at six o one. I was thinking, I don't think it's a big, big, big old car park or a spot. But they came up in the bus, so that took about you know ten or fifteen car spots in the, in the in the car park. But I just parked on the road and got in in time. Um, Lou stand looks well out there. Lovely job with the scoreboard. Pitch looks well. Now nice, yeah. yeah. They had the clock uh, running They're on the working hard too. at Underage and all the facilities. I was. I met Michael Murphy as well. Um, had the crack room beforehand, Piero. No, they, look, it, there was, it, it was messy. Was there any malice? Was there any badness in it? Was there anything that you'd say someone deserved a suspension? Probably not. Um, a bit of shouting and a bit of roaring and maybe a bit of handbags, but... The two teams was plenty of lip afterwards as well, but but nothing, nothing, you know. I think the Roscommon incident probably had an effect on the refereeing over the whole weekend that they're, they're clamping down. You'll have that, yeah. You'll always have that re- reactionary yeah. stuff like that, yeah. 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 Um, um, the second game was nearly the, the biggest shock of the weekend. My Gowna 112, Ballycastle 210. I don't think anyone was giving my Gowna prayer going into this ref. Would no. that be fair? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 no, yeah. Most people probably weren't with no. Barry Castle, but my Gauna had been. I was told them if they had their free taker, they lost their free taker in the Paddy Connor tournament. 
the week previously that if they had the free taker, um, I was talking to a Magiana player today, that they would have won that game, that they were very unlucky not to win that game. So, um, I heard the same, they were unlucky, yeah. That one, um, Oren Gallagher scored five frees for them. I don't know how many he missed or what the story is. He scored one five. Cormac mm-hmm. Blehan, three points, good player. Cormac, I seen him last year against Eastern Gales. Ushing Carlin and Gary Carey, two points each. For Ballycastle, the forwards, Fergal with one five. Michael with one one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Healy, mm-hmm. Fionn Coffin, Finn McDermott, Cox, and Dermot Kelly, a point each. You have an awful problem with um, Michael and Michal in there. I do, I do. You were I calling Michael Michael Schlingerman. Schlingerman, and, Michal. And me, well, me, the wrong Michael way around, Ford. I was calling Michael instead of Michal, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ballycastle, one of the great revenge matches of all time is on this weekend. Ballycastle in Eastern Gales after last year. So I'd love to go to it. So would I. I don't think I'll get to it now, but... Um, that's an interesting match. I'd say Ballycastle would be mad that they didn't beat my Gowna by more. So that could be a cracking match this weekend. That's a very tight um, group. I, I think it's a lot tighter this year. The junior championship seems it to be... It looks it, yeah. Yeah, there seems to be a bit more like with Clala kicking on there, even Ballacroy running out of the close, out of the doing well in the league. Um it's That's good. good. Tour McCady yeah, really qualifying for quarter final this year. Definitely qualified uh, yet, and uh, this, you have to. Uh, I'm, you, I'm you not could, giving enough respect to Lacken. No, and you could, you could, you could even beat Lacken, uh, and still wouldn't qualify because if Ackle beats Shrewd, you know, it'll it'll go down to scoring difference in the last round. So you know, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing home and home. There's nothing there. set in stone, ref. Well, I can guarantee you uh, that, and there'll be. There's one thing set in stone anyway. Group two is now a three-team group. Is it? Is that definite? Well, Kilfian Kilfi have given a walk over to Swinford. So. I know they gave a walk over, but they haven't walked out. They haven't left the tournament because they had a meeting this evening. They had it up on Facebook. They were saying that they needed to have an emergency meeting about the future of the club and immediate future. Is obviously are they going to compete in the rest of the championship? So. Is there not a rule if you don't compete in your first championship match, you can't come back in? I think there is. Is there? Yeah, I think there is, Ralph. The Neil are gone so as well, are they? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Holly McCarmore, John, but you, you, didn't go, you didn't go to Dirty One on your own. <laughs> Just annoy the neighbours a little touch, that's all. Yeah, uh, that was below the belt. Even I wouldn't go that low. Uh, the second game in that group, another game that was closer than most people expected. Hour the 13, Ballycry 1 9. Uh, I seen myself last year first hand, Ballycry are making strides, but I don't think it was expected that they'd get so close to Arda. Um, Brendan Carr, the main man for Arda, five points, four free. Stephen Rochford, three points. James Carr, two. Declan Kane, Lee Trainer, and Jim Farrell a point each. For Bally Croy, the Conways, Michael five, Brendan one two, and Raymond Grealis a point. The Conways are two fine footballers. I've seen them Bally Croy last year. Yeah, we played a challenge match against Bally Croy in Newport there about three or four weeks ago. And Brendan was playing a, 
exceptional, exceptionally yeah. good footballer. Um, Jesus Christ, he can pick a pass. Um, and they're rapid quick as well. But they, 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 they were very unlucky. I was told that the Balakroy had a chance at the end to win the game. Um, Lee Trainer only getting a point when you're when looking through the team there. Him to only get a score. James Carr only get two points at junior level. Like we were talking up Lee Trainer to be a, a fellow that might get a call up at Mayo. If you if you can't if you're not kicking scores at that level, there's something seriously there's something serious wrong. But I'd say what Balakroy were probably heavily defensive and just try to ch- choke the life out of them. But they'll be happy enough. I, 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 I'm sure now even though they got bet but they, to, to put it up against Arda like that they'll be they'll be going in with plenty of confidence again the next day now so I wouldn't be too um, would, James, would James Kerr be playing midfield there like for the year I think I don't know I'll have to check the team there for that one and see where he was even if he was you'd still think he could pop up you know if you're yeah I know at that level yeah yeah you'd be expecting it he's playing centre forward Right. Yeah. From the match reports. Uh, Island 80, the next group. This is a three team group Island 80, Kilala, and Kilmavi. So uh, the two big guns played in the first match. And I suppose as expected, Island 80 won with three points. I suppose that would, if you were handicapping that match, that's probably the handicap you'd put on it. Um. I didn't hear an awful pile about this match. Did you, either you hear much? No, Bartolala just just um, were maybe the two or three points off them. They wore them down in the end. I lady, I think Clara were winning for first half compared to the first half. I was watching it, so they had they missed a couple of chances. But um, I think as expected that Ireland lady are probably going to win that game, but not by much. You know, I've seen the way Clara have set up this year. They're well organised in fairness to them. Defensively solid. Um and they won't give you that won't give you that many goal chances. And I think Island Lady are probably happy enough just to pick off the scores, get the couple of points and get the home win and uh, I think they have a week off now. Um Kilela's full forward line accounted for seven of the nine points, which is what you'd expect because that's the real danger line for Kilela. Uh Joyce kick five for Island Eddie's. I heard he was. Very, I heard he was very good. Yeah. Very joyous He's the weekend. Very good player. There and um, yeah, Shane Mahadi didn't start. I don't know. He's injured. He came in. He came in and got a black yeah. card. So he came in. I think with ten left, and he got a black card. So he didn't actually see much. So um, you'd expect now. You still expect probably both of them teams to qualify from that group, Ref? Probably, yeah. Probably. An all-known form. All-known form. Uh, Lekin, four points. Shrulgen, Corrib, 313. I got no scorers in this match. I don't think any of the local papers co- covered it. Um, Lekin done pretty well up until halftime and Shrul pulled away in the second half. There is talks of a lacking Kilfian amalgamation going into the future, I hear. Um, so uh, that may have been discussed at the meeting tonight. Shrew 
Um, yeah, well, six two at half time. Yeah. yeah, what you expect? True, uh, different level than Lacken. They're looking at semi final minimum. So, uh, yeah, not a whole lot more we can say. And then the last one, we we kept the best last. The Monday club went on to Tuesday. They probably go on to Wednesday. Dermakady, uh, Ackle one ten. Dermakady one twelve. Delighted for your ref. We, we know the work you're putting in with them Dermakady lads. Uh, brought them from Junior B to a quarter final. Oh, sorry, you're not in a quarter final yet. Um, tell us about it. I don't know. What's to tell? What's to tell? We went down and put in a good performance. Yeah, no, that was that was the, when, when the draw was made. That was the game we were we were looking at, and that was the big one for us. So to go down there now, we've got a couple injuries on the way and stuff, but we got got in there. We were, I think, we we're point up at half time. They had the breeze in the first half, so I think there was ten minutes played of of additional time in the first half. Um, because with a couple injuries and a few other bits and bobs like that, but yeah, no, the lads played very well. Kevin Dolan was very good, um, 37 or 38, but still put in a massive performance. Um, a lot of lads stu- stu- stood up in the second half as well, you know, even though we had the breeze, we carried a lot of ball when we needed and we were under pressure and we broke a lot of tackles and we got back in numbers. So, look at I, I wouldn't give a fuck how we done it as long as we got a win and um, get out of there in one piece. So, yeah, we're on to the next one now. Getting ready for Lacking this weekend. So, uh, we'll train tomorrow evening and train Friday evening and we'll see how it goes. Great, great to have the football back championship probably a couple of weeks later than we'd like, but uh, I really enjoyed the matches the weekend. Battle game, the highlight for me. Ref, are you going to announce your award winners tonight? Or are you going to save it for the next night? I'll save it for the next night. I just have to finalise a few bits. I'm waiting for photos of a game to come up because I know there's a potential championship here across the week. But I want photo evidence to show everyone else uh, of this hairdo that's incoming. And I'll pick player of the week. I'll announce that on social media. So, yeah. Um, I'm a day behind this week now. Just a few bits to catch up on. How oh, are you there behind? John, who, who <laughs> what was the best what was the best performance you've seen this weekend, John? You're at a lot of football. Ah, sure. Look at I suppose we went to Charlestown expecting to win and, and we got our ass attended on a plate by Kelchima. So an intermediate they'd have to have they'd have to have been the, the ones that stood out for me. And and even though even though Charlestown lost to Casabair, I, I, I still wouldn't rule them out from getting through to a quarter final. I think that the that game next weekend with Gary Moore, um, I'd, I'd, I'd have, I'd have fancy. No, Inda Hessian's probably going to be back, and Golden will probably play a part. But I, I, I really, I'm really looking forward to that game. I just love, I'd love to have been able to go to it, but um, I won't make it now. Um, just, just one thing there, shout out to, um, um. One of my ex-players there, Paul Coleman, who uh, let her done servant for since he's about 17 and he's heading towards 40 now and he's a really fit guy and really committed 
player and uh, he was only back from concussion and he played last weekend and unfortunately did his ACL and it was his last year so oh. it, it's, a, it's a bad way for, for Paul to, to more than likely go out um, but um, a 100%er and um, a big loss to um, to the, the Bofino boys though. That is a huge loss I didn't know that I was wondering right where he was on this, on this but um, yeah that's, that's... It was a weekend for a few of the old older stages to come back as he uh for Clamaris Mickey Mullins come on for Gary Moore Jimmy Killing come on and obviously Kevin Dolan with yourselves ref yeah a few bucks gone out if you put that full forward line together uh you'd be well over the hundred you would I'd say well over a hundred goals between them two as well hmm. um it is it's great to have the old box around um, yeah, that's it, lads. We'll, we'll wrap it up. I think we've uh, we've it all covered. Um, anything else, lads, before we pour the concrete? No, no, no. Pretty, pretty tired here at Sefton because we had an intruder in the house here at four a.m. last night, and uh, where a, a black cat came in the window. <laughs> I don't where this was going? Came in, came in the, <laughs> the window of the conservatory, and. Uh, our dog was in the sitting room and all hell broke loose now at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning. So a guy came downstairs, he, he had the dog cornered and I didn't know what he had cornered, you know? So um, I was damn glad to see a cat coming towards me and jumping out the window again. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what would be coming in the door. Jesus so, Christ. Gosh, right. Yeah, good prank. Right, lads, we'll talk to you.